Medicine Wheel Podcast is a space created to share valuable information about the evolution of human consciousness, the journey to self-healing and inner knowledge. Our mission is to explore ancient wisdom, sacred plant medicines, and shamanic energy practices. Initiate with us the Warrior's Path and allow yourself to write your own story, become your own healer, and dissolve within in order to create outside the reality that you want. Welcome to Medicine Wheel Podcast. Today, I want to welcome Chava to the episode. How are you, Chava? Thank you so much for being here. I'm good, Jessica. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure and honor. Today, our topic will be the awakening of consciousness. It's a very complex topic uh, because there is so many perspectives, so much information out there. But today, we want to talk about our perspective and about our experience. And the awakening of consciousness is not a concept that can be understood intellectually. It is rather an experimental journey towards the essence of your being, which allows you to discover who and what you really are. It also represents the capacity to reach beyond the obvious details of your life into the hidden realms where information is available to those with the sensitivity to perceive it. You decide to enter the maze where you can start recognizing yourself. It's a unification of your material being and your spirit, understanding yourself as a whole and a state where your vision is clear. And I want to talk about my, my experience growing up because I come from a very Catholic family. So for me, spirituality had a lot to do with praying every day, going to church every Sunday and confessing my sins once a week. And the concept that I had of God was this image of a white bearded man that will, you know, make miracles, turn wine into water. But I never associated the awakening of consciousness with religion. And I never saw any resemblance between that God that I had learned and myself. I couldn't see my divinity. And later in my life, by communing with sacred plants, I understood differently. And I also understood that even Jesus himself had to walk a very messy journey to understand himself and become a mage. Also like other ascended masters that had that journey themselves. In your experience, Chava, do you believe that there is a relation between spirituality and the awakening of your consciousness? Well, that's a, a really, really great question that to answer that question first we have to see what is what is the belief because uh, the belief can be a limitation to enter in what in many ancient cultures mystery schools they have been practicing training and developing as as that you know as that awakening illumination alignment, acknowledging of that, of that being, of that human being. And the thing here that I want to, I want to address is that imagine nowadays that awakening, you know, even, even it's taken, I don't know about you, but I have seen mainstream, if I can say that mainstream, uh, all of this fad of spirituality. And, and that's great. That's great. Uh, esoteric and occult knowledge, uh, put it there outside so people can 
you know, can have a feel of it. But the thing here is that from where you're doing, you're doing that. Uh, there are many techniques. There are many practices. And yeah, people might enter to a surface of that occult and esoteric knowledge. But the thing here is that the teaching that what is considered an awakening that I will I will touch it in a, in a little bit. It's not about uh -huh. the technique. It's not about the, the, the rituals, the right, but it's from where? Who is walking that? From where? The one that is doing that is doing it. Who is there that is doing it? Because if not, uh, well, because then you have many, many spiritual bypass. I will say, and may maybe this this will be another another topic, but I just want to to put it out there because it can bring us to a alley, to a blind alley in which it can cause confusion, because the one who wears white clothing, really beautiful long hair, really fit and athletic, mm -hmm. meditates two hours a day, go to events and eat, drink cacao and dance ecstatic dance. Uh, it's only vegetables because I'm not I'm not only vegetarian I'm vegan and then that's about that in every chance that he or she has or you know what I'm gonna I'm really spiritual because and I'm awake everyone is asleep because I just attend and I'm a burner I go to Burning Man and we I have my tribe there or because I have done multiple plant medicines. And, you know, check, 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 and keep a list what is left to try. Or many diplomas, certificates about these techniques or these spiritual practices every time, just getting into that. So, And that also can be called like a, a trap, no? Because you can be trapped in that stage or in, that, yeah, uh, in imagine, those things that, imagine, that you perceive. Yeah, imagine that. Many, it's a really thin line in which, yes, I'm not saying that it's going to represent growth for that for that person or that individual. But I think here is that suddenly, yes, I'm awake. And I'm awake and you guys and everyone else in my family, in my job, I cannot handle them because they are so asleep, so ignorant. And then, you know what, I'm going to isolate myself or I'm going to remain angry or you're just going to remain with the people that are good vibes and positive thinking. The thing here is that we are in a urban jungle. What is that that I consider myself awake, awakening? What am I doing and what am I doing? Before I had a sacred plant ceremony, I can recognize that my journey started in the adolescence when I started to question the things that I was being told. Something deep, very deep inside of me was telling me that there was something more that I could learn, but also that that information was not going to come from my immediate sources. What was the process for you growing up in that sense? Yeah, uh, it is always uh, reaching to the edge. It was something similar but different. In my case, it started when I was a, a little a little kid, 
that was a really sick, sick kid, always with illness, always with disease. Some, something happened, always, always with me. But I remember my mom uh, told me this story. I was about maybe six years old, maybe five years old, and I got convulsions. I have a, a really high temperature, and yeah, that, that gave me convulsions in which they, they took me uh, at that time in, in cold water and then to the, to the hospital. And then after that, always in my formative years, I always had something, you know, something uh, somatized in my body and I didn't understand why. What I want to wanna say about this, it can be physical, it can be emotional, it can be spiritual, energetically. But I feel that that sign of awakening is always there. Something that you're going to reach the edge. Something that is not perhaps in the first instance, it's not going to be easy. And fear will always arise. Why? Because I don't think as my family thinks. I don't know about this Catholic, this Christianity. I question it. Or I feel or I consider that the way that in my elementary school, middle school, the teacher is giving does the information, well, there's other ways to, to do it. And then for me, it was to locate those I can, I cannot, I should, I should not. I don't have, mm-hmm. I have. I must, I must not. That, that, that were written around me. And they were once and once again reproduced in a pattern. I mean, I, I question, what am I doing? What, what is this? Yes, and also uh, in my experience and in this, or understanding that this awakening of consciousness is a process of inner transformation in which you begin to become aware of yourself, opening your eyes to different things that have always been there, but you might you might have never been able to see them because of the many distractions in life. Is there a moment, do you think, that where you can know that you are in that process of awakening, that you're saying, like that edge, and, and how can we recognize it and sustain it? Well, I want to take the, the initiation, what it tells us, and not only, well, the initiation that has been done, with many cultures back back in the days. And the thing here is that every beginning, every beginning is going to be an awakening because it's a stage of growth. And it's natural, you know, that when someone undertakes something new, when he welcomes the new, the shift, the change, the greatest obstacles, they're going to appear at those moments. That is a given. It's like, for example, it has been said that we have been given a path, and that path is birth. It's a given. We are, in some way, we're not conscious about it, but then the beauty starts. Then the other path, the return, and there is when, how I'm going to pay attention, what I'm going to pay attention to that that is there. What is, what is there? Am I going to be distracted? I'm going to lose sight of the essential or I'm going to turn my vision within and then the obstacles appear. 
those mm -hmm. obstacles, there are going to be always resistances in those beginnings. How I'm going to go through them every time we are initiating every in several stages of our life, we have several initiations. But I think here is that are we are conscious and aware. Where I'm putting my attention, am I centered to that? And am I giving the value in myself, within myself, in front of what I'm heading towards? And that is why it's a part of the warrior. Because in those constant awakening, in those constant sparks of consciousness, that warrior is the one who directs the fight against that. And that, I refer, that that is reflected, not against the mirror that reflects it. Always the battle is within. But for that, I have to see in which rock am I standing. Because we're constantly not paying attention to it. While I'm standing on the rock, I will not be able to see that. So I have to step aside. And sometimes, as I mentioned, we have to reach certain edges. And for that, I mean, you know, in the physical way, illness, conditions, in the emotional, emotional conflicts, somatization in the biological body, in a spiritual way. Uh -huh. Well, there are many, many things that people that hear voices, people that, oh, I dream this, I dream this, and then this happened. And they get scared about it, or they see certain colors, or they feel what other people feel. And sometimes that is you know, like, turn off because there's no one that train them or tells them what is that, that they are awakening. Does that make sense, mm -hmm. Jessica? Do I explain myself? Yes. Yes, it does make sense. And I also would like to address that sometimes we feel like this journey is so far away from us, that this spiritual journey or this awakening of consciousness is only for people that are enlightened by this great information and that we are so far away from it because we are sinners. And we, you know, from that information that we got growing up and that we identified ourselves with because we, we didn't see that divinity in ourselves to be able to achieve those states of enlightenment. Yep. That would be my invitation also to, I guess, to communicate that it is approachable. It is a journey that we can all start. That is not only for a certain group of people. That is not only for the ascended masters, but it's something that we can all relate to. Totally. And, and that has to do with that, with a God within. What is the divinity in you? Again, am I able to see and awake What is the program? What is the seed? What is that to be? This or that that drags me in a, I'm, not, I'm gonna say, you know, like a, a walking dead, a zombie, a dead person. Uh -huh. Who is who is the subject? Who is there? Or am I, am I an object or something else? In this case, I like what you what you just mentioned. In this case, religion. That's a big one right there. Yes, because we relate all the time the spirituality to a religion. And I feel like that can also be a very personal state of being. What is a spirituality for you? What are you identifying yourself? 
are you identifying yourself as a spiritual being or you know just this one one more of the flock of this religion that has already been established yeah i've also understood that it is a very personal path towards your true identity which only which only you can travel no one else can do it for you. And I bring this point out because I've noticed that we seek for information outside of ourselves. And again, going back to religion and, and you know, other points of information that we identify ourselves with and those sources of information that we seek, we seek for someone to follow, a guru, a pastor, a priest that will show us the answers that, that we are seeking for me it has been a process of yes sharing this path with people with a lot of wisdom but also people that have allowed me to see the wisdom inside of me and to see the the knowledge that I already had but I had forgotten that I did have it um so what will be the result of trusting ourselves more in our journey well i like i like to mention this that I always reminder to to my students you start to recall to remember to reconnect within to your surrounding to remember that that you have chosen to incarnate in this vehicle in this body doesn't mean that you are not going to take care of it but you complement it with that being because you are a human being and then you start to acquire responsibility and in that responsibility you rebel and you rebel because yes it is an individual path in which nobody is going to give you the existence if you are not aware of that and if you don't take position not only the human being is included in the universe the universe is included in the human being but that's a process in which you uh, you have to take the bull from the horns. In that same line, in that sacredness of acknowledging your divinity, that awakening of who is there, how I'm going to orchestrate my own play to discover my own myth, to give sense and shape to that that I'm encountering and to learn life. Initiate a flight. And of course, that awakening is not going to be easy. Easy. It's not going to be hard, but nothing is hard. In each situation, that awakening under initiation approach, are you going to be the object of the other's desire? In this case, I'm just going to take your example, Jessica. Am I going to be the object of that paradigm that is religion? Or am I going to be the subject of that that desires, of that that wills? It's the same thing non-existence or existence. The thing is that you give yourself that existence, nobody else. That is why is the path of the warrior. That is why the path of the jaguar. You have to go individually. I want to talk about also a little bit about the path that I had with sacred plants because that in my case and in my personal journey have helped me a lot to conquer that inner battle and to see beyond what was in front of me, specifically with ayahuasca that has shown me that I have the knowledge to heal myself, that I have the knowledge to 
see what is really killing me and what is really there, those patterns, those behaviors, those habits. It has been, you know, in some sort of a way, a shortcut to get there and to see myself. I understood also that if I synchronize with everything around me, I can achieve. Could you please share in your experience what role sacred plants play in the process of your journey and the awakening of your consciousness? And if it's possible to awake, awaken your consciousness without without the sacred plants. Oh man, that's that's a lot, Jessica. That's a lot. I, I don't <laughs> I, I don't consider I will I will be able to elaborate in, in all of that. But what I can tell you is that instead, you know, the, the way I, I see it and I have experienced it, uh, instead of a shortcut, it's a step. One more step in this beginning, in this awakening, in this initiation that that person, that that individual, that that human being syncs up with it. Because it's not going to be coincidence that suddenly, well, something, something there calls him or her to do this or this specific sacred plant medicine. There's something always, always there. The thing here is that what initiation teaches is that this plant medicines, they're going to be a bridge. And that bridge has a double effect. It can be a two-edged sword. It can unite two territories, but also it can separate them. It's like a Pandora box. Blessings and curses. What and how am I going to use that? What is going to be my position in front of that? From where I'm ingesting Am I having this experience? But beyond the experience too, how am I going to practice that I learned, that I reveal, that I was instructed? I the, the way I consider the sacred plant medicine, what I can share in this, in this time is that it's going to be one step more. Instead of a shortcut, it's going to be one more step in which you begin, initiate. It is an initiation. It's an enactment of a myth. That is no coincidence. Why? That person that enters into that plant medicine ceremony in a ritualistic way, in an initiatory way, well, what is there? The thing is, from where I'm ingesting that medicine? Powerful allies are bridges. And by bridge, I mean it can unite two territories, the subtle and the dense, the heavens with the earth. You become that bridge. But I think here, with a bridge, it has a double effect. It's a two-edged sword. What it separates also unites. What it unites also separates. What and how you're going to implement, use, that wisdom that you that you receive. And and that's that that's a challenge itself, you know, because you're gonna identify and locate perhaps many scenarios, experiences, trauma, uh, adoctrination, paradigms, beliefs, lacks, etc. etc. That is gonna be a process. That is why it's one one step. It's not like oh the miracle potion to be awake, and that's a trick right there. 
that the fact mm -hmm. that people does ayahuasca, for example, then comes the spiritual bragging or the spiritual personality of that ego, you know, that uh, superiority or a hierarchy because they have done this and that or because, oh, I, I have done all of these plant medicines now. Though, look, I know more than you. Yeah, look, look those mortals that are there. They don't know the realm of spirit <laughs> and all these beautiful colors and to talk with yeah. the angels and whatever. Who is doing that? From where I'm ingesting that? It has to have a purpose, an intention, but also not just a picture or a photo, but a whole movie. Why? A strategy and tactics and negotiation is good to implement within yourself and in front of these plant medicines. So you start to navigate. But I feel that that will be another, another episode that we can talk yes. about. In conclusion, and I don't know if there is an invitation that you would like to, to share. There is no way to see, to locate in which rock you are standing while you are standing on the rock. So step aside. What is that? Wait, not wait forever. Be patient and face the big question. Who is there behind the one who speaks? Expect the unexpected. Beautiful. Also, an invitation is to start this process of unlearning, of letting go and trusting life so that the truth can be expressed through you. Give yourself to the experience of life without filters here and now. Explore the unknown. Personally, it is not an easy or pleasant process, but like Chava said, nothing is easy and nothing is hard because there are many times when I have to look into the eyes of pain, uncertainty, and doubts, fears. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I feel like quitting and say, and I say, damn, like, what did I get myself into? And I feel like quitting and not doing that battle inside. But it requires compromise, consistency, work, courage. And we don't feel like that every day, but we start teaching ourselves to show up. Once we open our eyes, we will receive a powerful gift the gift of medicine and magic. Thank you so much for listening. And remember that in order to be healed, you need to become the healer. Thank you and see you in the next episode. Again, thank you so much for listening. You can become a subscriber at patreon.com slash Podcast for exclusive information. If you want to know more about retreats, ceremonies, and more, please go to medicinewheelatx.com. You can find Chava on social media at Ayahuasca Healing Experience for information on private consultations and shamanic teachings.